Thank you. Please wait for assistance. Gracias. Por favor espere por asistencia. Grazie. Si prega de attendere per la assistenza. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind, drown out the noise. And see if this connected. And see if this connected. So, what's up, folks? This is the time where we are actually going back to doing these things live in person. And what else to do it with than. Producer Tony, you know, today I'm going to say that we are going to let producer Tony out of the closet. So I'm going to introduce to you my guest, my personal friend right here, producer Tony. So come on out of the closet, Tony. <gasps> oh, my. There you go. He's destroying our podcast studio. There he is. Look, he even came out with a shirt because that's where we keep... That is where we keep our shirts. Water. <laughs> well, we don't I have water, water today. We don't have water today because today is a day of celebration. We're actually celebrating with wine. Let's toast. Clink. Mm. I got a happy meal too. And I got him a happy meal because you know what? You got to celebrate. Today is our bro-niversary. Is this clean? I don't know. You picked it up. <laughs> Whatever's in that closet is is in that closet. But how is it living in my closet? I'm clean. I'm clean. <laughs> you better be clean. My wife would kill you if you were dirty in there. If this is a, <laughs> what? This is this is a Catholic. <laughs> this is a Catholic show. Um, but today we are we are eating uh, dinner together um, with wine and something that is. Holy, because we are having, I'm having cheeseburgers from the Golden Arches. And Tony has like chicken McNuggets. Chicken McNuggets. Which, which is, I don't know, are those really made from chicken? Mm. No. It's made from goodness. But Tony, I was actually going to let you, like before, I was going to say, you know, I was going to do a knock knock joke. So knock knock. Who's there? Snow. No, who? That's no use. I forgot the punchline. Yeah, you know, I am so glad that you joined me for for this podcast. And now it's like live. We're like right in each other's faces, which is really awkward because we've been doing this thing always on Zoom, mm-hmm. and kind of like it's it's really really cold. But um, you know. The one thing that I've been finding out because of all the closures are there's so many more restaurants open. Like at my work, which you probably would know, it's like in San Bernardino, um, they opened up a new Dairy Queen. I love Dairy Queen. They have that drink that, you know, they mix it and then they turn upside down and it doesn't fall out. But I got a milkshake from there the other day. And, you know, when you when you're out there, there's like hills and so I drove, had my lunch in the hills and had my milkshake there by a cliff. And dude, it was legendary. 
What? Oh, was that the end of the story? That was. That oh, was my yeah. dad joke. It was a great story. Yeah. And Tony, you do dad jokes. Tony does great jo- dad jokes. <clears throat> he does. He he does dad jokes. But I, I just have to say that people who say dad jokes who aren't really dads yet, kind of like, it's kind of like weird. It's like, I think that's called a faux pas. All right, enough jokes. Um, <laughs> oh, I- this is what happens when you get together for like the first time in over like a long time. You don't know how to operate. You don't know how to operate. It's like Talking this is people. like awkward. I'm looking at you, but then I'm looking at the camera. I was going to say, w- w- are we looking at each other or are we looking at the camera? I have no idea. This is the okay. first time because before we just didn't have a camera, so we would just look at each other. Oh, that's right. But whose fault is that? That is definitely the person that sleeps in the closet. That is his fault because oh, before... I used to be able to be comfortable in myself not being able to be seen because it was only on audio. But this guy, this guy decided to put it on that YouTube channel. And now I got to always, I have to comb my hair. That's true. And did you do your makeup? I, you know, I'm a little shiny. But I, we did. <laughs> But that um, my wife said <laughs> powder. <laughs> powder. I gotta sneeze. Have tissue. But gotta make sure that we know that even though that um, why is this bell here? This bell does not work. You broke my bell. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't notice. All I did is tap it once. Broke my bell. (laughs) Isn't that what you're supposed to do to a bell is tap it? There's a bell. This is like, do I have another bell? It's actually, you didn't break this bell because this, we have this other bell. So the bell is there to tell us time's up or I'm talking too much. And Tony wants to say something. He can just ring the bell. I love this idea. Yeah. So he can ring the bell. It's not like I'm going to shut up or anything or give him an opportunity to speak. No, but it'll give me some sense of... So that's how it is. You know, if you want to talk, you just got to ring the bell. Cover the bell. So anyways, um, I have no idea what we're doing because this is one year. I just want to tell you folks that in our bro-niversary, it's been one year since I met you. Actually, a little bit over one year. Mm -hmm. Because we met... During a Valentine's Day. I think if you guys listen to the other podcast, we met during Valentine's. It's very romantic. It was really romantic. It was really romantic. Oh, this is awkward. Because my wife prepared um, spaghetti today and meatballs and um, Bethany. We're in a small table. We're at a small table and we're going to present them. And and I was like, Tony wanted to like eat the spaghetti together. And I'm like, no, I know how that ends. We're you've, not going. You've there. seen Lady in the Tramp. I've seen Lady in the Tramp, yeah. and I'm not a tramp, and you're not a lady. This is this is true. Thank you That's for so, this is thank you this for this is so awkward. This is the Catholic uh, radio show. Oh my gosh! This connected Catholic show. You know, I do want to say this. Did does it count that we actually met each other at that time? Because we didn't talk to each other. Because I'm again antisocial. The way we met, that was kind of like when you uh, add someone on Facebook when you just met them at a party and you never even s- saw them, you never knew them, and you add them and you're like, oh, we're friends now. It's like, well, we saw each other from a distance at a party. That's kind of like how we met, True. if we count that. But what? when was it that, actually, when was it that you followed me? 
you had to follow me for. Oh I, no, I followed no, you. No, you followed me, and I because that was you weird. announced you. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you announced it. On, <laughs> no, no, because he announced it on, after his talk. He did that classic promoting himself. So I Pretty was much. like, I want to, you know. He yeah. shamelessly promoted himself, yep. so I wanted to follow. Yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, that was weird." Yeah, and I never had followers before. I never like people who usually just just come follow you are like the people you're serving in your ministry. Oh, people that actually know people you. People that actually know you. Oh. And it's like, oh my gosh, these people don't know me. It's like, who are these people? And um, you know, can you trust them? I mean, they're from the high desert. Well, just sure. kidding. High no, desert he's not. people. He's not. They're nice people, especially those ones in Barstow. You know who you are, Jaime. Um, bearded man. Shout it out to the bearded man. But, um, but, but yeah. But then what happened after I followed you? That's you, the question. Wasn't it? That, didn't you ask me? No. You didn't ask Absolutely me? Absolutely not. Was you it, don't remember? Was it? Did I ask you? You asked me. I I recorded a video. Uh, not that, that I do that. Did you say yes? Yeah, what had what had happened was was that you reached out to me. I uh, up, I uploaded a video about the pandemic. So this was like around maybe what uh, I I recorded a video about the pandemic the day after we found out that we were <laughs> he's like trying not to chew in the mic. The day we the day after we found out that we were on lockdown. And I was talking about a video uh, about like what is the plan of attack essentially in in sixty seconds, which is not possible. But um, and then you shared that video to me and said, "Would you like to do a podcast episode mm-hmm. on um, on this with further detail or something like that?" And I said, "Sure." And I was like, "I don't know this guy, but that yeah. would be cool." So really, I think out of the two gestures. Following the person after they asked the whole crowd, we're sending someone a DM. Which one would be a little more weird? It would be him. It would be me. Yeah. And um, (laughs) what was fun. It's not like I'm going to own up to it. No. But what was fun is when, and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, is when we did that first episode, which was live. That was true. That was the first time we had ever talked. Yeah. Legitimately. Literally, we did it live on a phone on instagram on yeah. instagram and that was the first time i had ever talked with you period yeah. not just in a podcast period i was like i don't know what to expect and i remember when when okay this is what we were actually just talking about different podcast styles and i didn't know what to expect with this podcast because i only had watched a few episodes and you know every episode's different with a different mm-hmm. guest so i was taking it very theologically Oh, please. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, this guy. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> this is like, this would be as theological as like the disciples with Jesus going, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Preach, um, Jesus. Yeah. What What you said. What you said. Yeah. But um, theologically speaking, um, yeah, if you guys have continued to listen to this podcast, this is not Father uh, Barron. It is not Matthew Zemanik. Um Shout out to Matt Zemanik. Love his show. Food, Man of Food for Thought. Follow him. And follow us. But, um, and all of those. But I am, you know, as, as you realize it, I'm a regular Joe. You know, I like to, I like to just have fun with the faith. 
you know, uh, and when we find and we experience um, life with others, you know, it all comes out from this, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. I lovingly call the Incredible Green Hulk, Big, big Green. See, this is bad when you're podcasting and eating. Whose idea was this to have a, a dinner uh, podcast? I think I'm, we're just going to say everything's my fault. So Pretty much. It's definitely my fault. Because your producer, Tony, That's from right. outside the closet. Yeah. Um, because you end up burping. Um, um, and, and chewing. And chewing. And this is going to be... Folks, you're going to hear a lot of chewing in this. So if that is like a phobia of yours, well, um, as Bethany would say, offer it up. Offer it up. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say, you know what? Um, I was going to joke about COVID, but it was like a little too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Considering Plus, we're still in there. Yeah. We're still in the Plus, middle of it. It would probably take at least two weeks before you got it. Too soon? Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just going to let it all out there. Just saying. Didn't you want to regularly eat and podcast with people? Isn't that the goal? That that was the goal. Do you see the we, problems we, we're running into? Yeah, <laughs> but we did that. I think I did. Um, I wanted to do live podcasts at restaurants, and we did that um, once with um, Tony. No, not Tony. Anthony Miley, where we talked about um, how is it to be black. Um, which is not the topic we're going to talk about because, you know, one of the hard things, Tony, that I had a hard time with is when, when, when listeners want us to tackle, um, social issues or issues that are really difficult. Um, I have a hard time with those because it's, it's not me. Um, and, um, it, it becomes awkward for me. And if you've listened to some of the podcasts where we've done that, I, I sound really awkward. Really, um, I didn't know so. Yeah, no, well, like sincerely. I, I I sincerely feel it because um, you know because there's mixed feelings. I always feel like you're either gonna insult or offend one mm-hmm. side, or you're gonna offend another side. And I've experienced that. I've I've seen that where where some people have stopped um, following you or stopped commenting or or even unfollowed you, and you haven't heard from them because one you didn't take a strong enough stance or you didn't post about this or you didn't. You didn't comment on this, mm-hmm. and so I, I try to avoid some of those, some of those really issues because I think there. When someone asks me about those, I say, you know what? There's there's other podcasts that really tackle that. But um, but you still have tackled them. So why did you tackle those? You've still tackled a few. I still did a few. I had you know in every single one of the podcasts, I really have to do it and you know I have to pray about it and discern mm-hmm. it. You know, is this. Is this something that that we can share? Um, and usually, it's because somebody had come and they want to be on the podcast, mm. and they want to share that. Mm-hmm. It's never something that's like, "Oh, I want to do this, and let me find someone to do it with." Uh, it's always someone's like, never "Hey, be. you know what? I I'd like to do this." And so, if if that's something that you want to do um, on the show and you want to share it, you know, bring it up. I hardly ever say no. Um, you know, again, as, as Catholics, as Christians, we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and, Mm -hmm. and being Mm -hmm. real. So 
maybe one day, you know, I'll get more fortitude and courage to actually tackle those. But you know, something that I always call to mind because, fun fact, guys, he still brings. I'm in those conversations of him saying, "What do you think? Do you think this is a good topic?" A lot of I'm I'm definitely in there, and um. I don't feel comfortable with those anything that's going to bring any sort of backlash or is like it, it's hard to find the moral line of when it becomes immoral, moral, and all this. Um, I'm very uncomfortable with it, and I always think of uh, a video that Father Mike Schmitz has shared and uh, summing it up. And it's not going to give it justice, but summing it up, he basically talks about the idea of if you don't, you can actually not have an opinion to something because you might not know enough to mm-hmm. have an opinion. And I think this is what uh, this culture doesn't really understand. This society doesn't understand. You shouldn't, there's, there are things that you shouldn't be commenting on if you don't know enough mm-hmm. on the said thing. And I feel like I took that to heart, especially. I kind of already thought that before, but especially after that video, I was like, I'm very ignorant when it comes to politics in general which is why you don't see me post anything about politics not strictly because it becomes diversive uh, but because i don't know it so therefore i can't formulate an opinion yeah. when people ask me it's like i can't afford i don't know i, I it's that simple and, and it's okay to say no i always tell people i tell young people it's, it's okay to say no it's kind of like the same thing when someone confronts you about your faith and you don't know the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't get up in an uproar and get upset and start spouting off things that may be not true. Mm-hmm. Um, just say, you know what? I don't know. Um, but let me get back to you. Um, because, Or just say, you know what? I'm uncomfortable with that topic. And when someone says something like that where I'm uncomfortable with that topic, that doesn't mean that they're siding with the opposite side. That just means I'm really uncomfortable with that topic. Uh, because um, it just is. We're uncomfortable with confrontation. You know uh, what we also have to do? We have to, and this is just generally speaking, we have to get better at just um, not having subtext. Like, this is why I'm saying that I'm comfortable because I am uncomfortable. That, mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying it. I'm not, not like, oh, because I have some ulterior motive. Just say the truth. Say yeah. so what you actually feel. And he speaks with his arms and hands, and when he has his arms closed like this, that that means that means that hey, you know, when he's closed, he's. I actually <laughs> never believe in the the body language thing because I've, I've I've experienced it to be untrue. Yeah, our sensor is watching. Bethany is censoring this podcast. She's out here, you know, to make it legitimately Catholic. She has her arms crossed. Closed. She definitely reads me like a book. Yep, he's allergic to eggs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So, she read that on me. Yeah. I Easter, didn't tell her. Easter is is bad because <laughs> when they do egg coloring, he has to color plastic eggs. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because he's allergic to eggs. That's right. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are not going to like me. Nope. And you're always going to miss out on those deviled eggs. Delicious. I'm, Catholic I'm an dad's angel, favorite. But I don't want devil. Loves deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. Extra relish. Tabasco. Yes. When's your birthday on a related note? September 21st. September 21st. Yes, I'm a Virgo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your guys' birthday is... Right? That's right how we get along. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. Perfectionists. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> Cannot relate. Can't relate. Um, by the way, Virgo, 
it's astrology. Just want to say because you know our censor says it's not Catholic. We don't believe in that. We don't want to get. But canceled. it's just fun. Yeah. Don't want to get canceled. No Catholic cancel culture here. No. Where were we? We did plan something, right? Yeah. Did you want to yeah. look at that? <laughs> I, I. We probably should. But it is one year. One year. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we do? Um, this whole year has been just. This is even like, this is so much fun for me. To actually talk over each other. To actually talk over each other. (laughs) Did you say that's what you missed? (laughs) Yeah, that's really what I missed. Because (laughs) podcasting um, on Zoom, you had to wait for the other person to finish. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, yeah, it was, I never pictured it that way Mm -hmm. in podcasting. Uh, Because I always had this image of when you podcast, it's kind of like the Last Supper um, where Jesus and you know Peter was there and talking over Matthew and Matthew's going there he goes again that stinking fisherman uh, thinking he knows it all and you know beloved John is like I'm just here with Jesus and Thomas is like where are we am I late um, but <laughs> you know what's funny is when you explain this I picture that you have a picture of how I do. it looks in your mind it's it's like Judas like, is there all like cartoony or something counting the coins and like spilling the wine and like man i hope this ends quick because i got a date with some pharisees <laughs> right totally. but i i i i envisioned that during the last supper jesus was just silent which right now jesus is silent but all the disciples were just talking each- over each other having conversations here and there um, did we just freeze? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. We're just going to pause really quick because I think we just froze. No. All right. So welcome back, folks, after that uh, short break to listen to our our um, hopes and dreams die. Hopes and dreams die and mm-hmm. also our, our um, promoting our sponsors which we don't have. But if you want to sponsor this podcast, um, just hit us up at catholic.dad. Catholic.dad50 at um, gmail.com. gmail.com. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why he's here. He's mm-hmm. still young. We I'm do, old. We do accept a Venmo, catholic.dad, dot yeah. spelled out, D-O-T. D-O-T, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we also accept PayPal. So And Patreon. If and you want Patreon. To be a patron. That, that is one of the things that I think, Tony, that we need to share is, you know, there is a cost in, in doing the podcast, little minor cost. And there we have, um, we need patrons, you know, so join us in, in being a patron. As little as $1 per month can go a long way. Um, so um, help us by being a patron. Also, the mission of the podcast was to help people. So the podcast will be using that money to help other youth and other um, um youth ministers to be able to do certain things that they want to do be, uh, because and they can't because of budget. Budget's always an issue with with uh, ministry. Hate that. You would think like you know, you become would Catholic just and fall from the sky. Yeah. Like you'd be Catholic and like grace would come falling from the sky and it does. It's just that it's not that cash grace, 
right? That's very true. So anyways, we're continuing. The reason why we're so awkward right now is because my computer crashed. Yeah, so in other words, what he's trying to say is give us money so we could get Catholic.dad a new computer so that doesn't happen again. Yeah. That's what he was trying to say. That was, uh, when did we start? Like, we t- literally took 10 minutes of break trying to get my laptop to cool down because... It overheated. I think that was the cause. It overheated. Or it was jealous that we weren't sharing wine with a computer. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's one of those two it's uh, one options. Of those, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, but, you know, it, it's tough. That's that's life being a a Catholic... Um, dot dad. Catholic dot dad. And I did want to say that... Uh, this is my, my little cheat sheet right here. I wanted to say that, you know what... Um, because of COVID, you know, I, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be here today. I was actually going to call you and say, you know what, Tony, um, I'm going to be late for this meeting. Um, but I made it and I said to myself, just self isolate. That didn't make sense. But anyways, knock, knock. Who's there? Um, I don't know. I don't know the joke. To that I don't one. know the joke. Yeah. Who? That's what happens. Too much wine. That's what happens. Too much wine. Who? Yeah. So, what's the title of this podcast? Uh, back in the habit. Or back we're in the angels. habit. I don't know what it is anymore. Back in the habit. We're not angels. We're saints. One of those topics. We're going to use that, or we're just going to say, you know what? Tony's coming out of the closet. <laughs> The one-year anniversary. Can someone explain this to me? What's this closet? When did that happen? How did this happen? Why is this a thing? I don't know. When we met, you were by yourself. You in did a closet. Not, it, yeah, we. I went and I told you to say that the person next to you. I went and gave a talk to a group of young adults, and I thought they were couples. And Tony didn't have a couple. I didn't. He was a single. A lot has changed. This a past lot year. has changed. So what? that's what we're going to talk about. Let's talk that's about it. that. Yeah. Back in the habit. So what has habit. changed in the second segment of this podcast? We actually got to the point where we're actually going to be talking <laughs> about something. By the way, are we recording? Good. We're recording. You keep an eye on whether or not this computer is going to break down again. Dang thing is old. <laughs> this is going great. All right. So, so. What has changed in the past year for you? I think the biggest thing that has changed um, is probably the fact that my attention span is so much worse of all things. And that fact that I have a beard now and I look closer to RNL than I did a year ago. But um, you know how I... And he has a better half. And I do have a better half. I was going to get there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway... Um, because I noticed, like, even when I do Bible in a year, that's a habit. I'm actually reading the Bible. Well, I'm not reading the Bible. <laughs> that would be crazy talk. Um, but I'm listening to the Bible. And um, I can't even do a 20, 25-minute, 30-minute without completely zoning out in the, within the first two minutes. Really? It's very difficult. Like, my attention spends very bad. So what do you do? And I'm always checking my phone. And d- don't get me wrong, I... I had that addiction before. I'm not going to just like, ha, it's the pandemic's fault. Um, I'm a better man than that. But uh, no, it is, I, to an extent, like always on your phone, like you, it's just so much easy um, to to just get distracted. So I think the biggest habit right now is for me is actually weaning off the, the phone. 
because um, a deeper wound is the fact that I'm trying to distract myself. So trying to figure out that. Um, and I do have a significant other. Is that the phrase, significant other? Is it I don't SO? know. I've been too, I've been single for so long that I don't know what they're called. But yeah, I, I, I actually found someone through the pandemic, which if you want to watch our previous episode that I was on, what one of the previous episodes was Wine with the M, where I mentioned that. And she was on it. Was she? Yeah. Was it at th- that time where you were looking for your Catholic queen? Uh, yeah, there's been so many episodes I've been on. <laughs> that you were looking for a Catholic queen. I, you know what? Sidebar, I know we're not going in one straight line of a topic, but... We never do. We never do. So that's actually, uh, I hope this connects. But I I really do believe that podcast helped. The, pa- the podcast, wait, was that a date? Helped because that certain somebody actually said that she <gasps> lis- listened to the episode to find what? out what she was getting into. And because I am a honest young lad, um, whatever she heard, I guess, wasn't a red flag at the very least. Wow, so. we should ask her to come on and say, what did he say? Yeah, we should definitely bring her on. We if should, only she was around. If only she was around, we could ask her and say, what did he say? I'm purposely not like, looking at her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know her reaction. Like, what did she say? Like how many times do I have to say that? What did he say? Um, but yeah, so you must have said something that that um, resonated with that. So thank you, this connected podcast, for putting another relationship together. Cheers! How many? Oh wait, cheers! Cheers! Ding. There you go. Wait, how many relationships has this podcast? I have no idea, but I know that that all three of you guys. Who were on that podcast? Wait, was this a date? All have significant others. Where's the Where's the music? Oh, there you go. Love the sound effects of this podcast. And if you actually really want really good sound effects, consider being a Patreon to this Catholic, this connected podcast. We really shouldn't do this while drinking wine because. No. Or no. maybe we should. Maybe if, if a lot of people we'll listen, have a personality. Fun. <laughs> If people actually listen to the podcast now because of this, it's the wine. Um, by the way, we are not sponsored by this wine. It's still a rosa. It's not really a wine. It's more like a sweet drink. Are they hot um, here? Um, it's not me. It, it's probably the laptop. <laughs> it's probably the laptop. But anyways, uh, well, was that the only change? Was that only um, habit? I, Good uh, habit and bad habit? I know you're spending more time with that significant other. Not jealous or anything, but it's a that's a good habit. That's a very good habit. Try to find him on a Friday <laughs> or a Saturday. We're recording on a Friday. Yeah. Spoiler. Alert. Um. I th- yeah, but I don't have him by myself. I mean, I remember there was the one time Arnold was trying to text me all day, and I was with Bethany the whole time. Right. <laughs> and then he said toward the end of the day, "I miss Tony or where's Tony or something like yeah. that." Bethany texts. And that. guess who who responds? <laughs> Bethany. She goes, I, I've had him the whole day. So <laughs> <laughs> like, we gotta, and I was custody, like, but, custody. But, but that's my Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, okay. So I think one thing that has changed is I've gotten a lot more um, virtuous friendships. I did not have, I mean, 
Wait. I had I had great friends before the pandemic. <laughs> I don't know who you guys are. People are going to hear this. Um, They're going to get upset. No, I had great friends, but... Hashtag canceled. I'm definitely going to get canceled. But uh, I've gone more friends that are actively involved in ministry um, on a more, I guess, I don't know, a professional level or a regular schedule. A lot of people that are employed in the church in other words, a long way of me saying I've met more people within the diocese, uh, youth ministers. And it's actually helped me be a better person because not only like going back to the phone, like I can follow people and like, mm-hmm. oh, le- look at what they're doing. I need to make sure I'm uh, stepping it up. I make sure that I'm posting the right things and and um, being that holy Christian person and being blessed and being third and living a life of holiness and um and having friends like Arnell is is great because it keeps me on check. And I think it's what's really f- the funniest thing of all that is people don't believe that we've only known each other for a year. Because, right? Yyeah. Seems because like we've I've done... known you for 25 years. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the only amount of time I could know you. Yeah. Because you're only 25, I'm, I'm I'm a tiny little baby. Yeah. Yeah. But like we, I feel like we've done a lot in the last year. We've done a lot, and and um, I think we've not said no enough times in yeah. the last year. Yeah. Speaking of which, zoom around the world. That was I was hoping that you weren't going to mention because I was that was always been on my mind, and I'm like, it's coming up in May. It is coming up in May. And actually, that was one of the things that uh, one of the probably the most positive things that came out of COVID in the I beginning. Agree was a Zoom around the world where we got to meet some really wonderful people. And that was, again, um, the Holy Spirit, because that was always, just like this connected podcast, it's always accidental. Everything that we do is accidental. Um, We never plan anything. So if it sounds like it's planned, um, (laughs) you're making a mistake. I'm thinking that. We absolutely do not plan anything. Um, And yeah, so... The, the Zoom around the world coming about, shout out to Father Adam McDonald, um, who really, really helped out. And I really um, looked up their their order um, and the Divine Word uh, missionaries. They're the sixth largest order really? in the world, and they are all over the world. So follow Father Adam McDonald. Um, he has two other brothers who are also priests. Um, you think and, he would come back on? Yeah, he will definitely come back on. We he actually speaks Tagalog. Uh, he speaks better Tagalog than I do, a white guy. Um, so I love Father Adam McDonald. I, I met him. Uh, I think one of the blessings that I received from being able to go to Florida for the National Catholic Conference for Catholic Youth Ministers was meeting some really wonderful people, Father Adam McDonald, Sister Josephine Garrett, um, some of the most wonderful people I met there um, have come on this podcast. So that's that's a real blessing. But yeah, Zoom around the world, meeting all those people from Greece, from Spain, from South America, bringing people together, um, you meeting some other people. Um, maybe we should bring that back. And I think one of the wonderful things that came out of that, why it was so successful, I think at least was nobody was using Zoom. 
And mm-hmm. so one, one of my things that was, I'm apprehensive about bringing it back was everybody uses Zoom. Yeah. And it's more of, of um, I think Zoom is overused in ministry right now. And everyone has literally um, Zoom drained. their own thing. Yeah. They've they're, created their own thing on Zoom. They're just Zoom drained. And um, I, don't, I think we need to, if we do Zoom around the world again um, with Mary, we need to step it up and do something a little bit different so that at least it's 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 an anniversary year it's a one year anniversary just like this one Aww. so we'll we'll, we'll brainstorm we'll get the spaghetti oh, yeah. uh, no no spaghetti yeah no, uh, <laughs> no i think it has really helped me uh you know not only that but zoom around the world because i've followed more people um it's kind of a little uh like a light when i see like that person like i met that person from zoom around the world when they mm-hmm. come up on my feed and that sort of thing what are what are some things that you feel like has changed in the last year or habits or well i have that same habit that you do and i think i waste my time a lot of my time on my phone um i think that was one of the bad habits with this connected was always trying to put something up um yeah uh, something daily something that was um, relatable. Um, and, you know, you're always wondering, it's like, should I or shouldn't I? Um, or should I wait for something from the Lord to post? Um, so, can I, I'm sorry, can I comment on that? I, ex- I resonate with that completely. And that's why I've slowed down on the videos. Mm-hmm. Like I've done like the ones for my ministry, but that's for my ministry. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's different on my stuff. Because when I first started, when the pandemic first started, again, I was, like I shared earlier, I uploaded a lot. Um, And it's like this idea of like, what can I do to speak to someone? How can I make this relatable? And I don't know about you, but I feel completely drained at this point Mm -hmm. of trying to do that. And I don't know if it's because like, it's just sucking (laughs) the life life out of me. Um, so it's crazy that you actually said that too. Yeah, I, I definitely. I think that's a, a bad habit. Yeah. I, it was a bad habit because, um, in a way, it was I was making it a chore. Mm-hmm. I was making it a chore instead of of an, an offering mm-hmm. uh, to God. Um, I still do, uh, and I sense it when I, when that happens. Where I was like, <sighs> when I say, oh, I got to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Instead of wow, I got to get up and do this. Yeah. Um, I still love my seven o'clock reflections because even though it's like, oh, it's just me, I pretend like there's a whole ton of people there. I don't know if you guys are listening, if you've ever done that and you're you're doing a live and no one's there. And like, of course no one's there. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Everyone's taking a shower at that time. Sleeping. Um, sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> but um, there's always some consistent people that aren't there and I appreciate that. But I'm just saying it's it's not as much as for the people who are out there who may be listening or watching, but it's more for me. Mm-hmm. And what I found out was if I'm doing this for me, for my own personal growth, then hopefully somebody else will watch that and it's going to be for their own personal growth. One of the habits that I, I, I started feeling early on was um, how many likes or how many views mm. was was there. And halfway through... I came to the realization that it really doesn't matter because I remember uh, someone telling me one time that even if one person liked it or viewed it, 
then it and it resonated with that one person, then that's all you're actually going for. Same thing in ministry. If only one youth showed up, you would still give the talk and you would still do yeah. the one small group and it would just be one on one. It's like what how important would that one individual feel when you when you gave this one presentation just for that one person? And that person could be the Lord. Amen. The person could be Have the you Lord. ever done a skit with one person there? We've done that. Really? Done a full-on skit. And it's just one team there. I was like, hey, man, we rehearsed this. I memorized these lines. We're doing this. And how important did that person feel? It's she, like, she was very honored, I think. She yeah, was, it's was like, cool. that, that's amazing when, when someone makes that effort mm-hmm. to to be there present. That's I think that's that's what counts. It doesn't matter how many people are coming to your youth group. It doesn't matter if you have hundreds of people in your parish, or whether you have just a few. You know, Jesus only had 12. I mean, mm-hmm. his percentage wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, it's like 12, and then you only, and 11 actually just stayed. One, yeah. you know, that Judas. <sighs> Judas. <laughs> Not only that, but all the amount of times where he's preaching or a miracle happens, and there's those people that don't believe, even though they physically see it. They see it, and they still walk away. Right, and, and and then I question myself as a minister, like, oh, my talk didn't speak to them, my worship, whatever, didn't speak to them. Like, Jesus had that. And he did. Yeah, I remember. He was when, God Himself, and still experienced that. And I remember when you would say that, it's like, ah, and you would be so harsh on yourself. Well, I liked it. Me <laughs> like, harsh on myself? What about me? It's like if I liked it. I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to say But Tony is a little harsh on himself. Um, pray for me. Yeah. Pray for me. Unlike me, I can care less about what you guys think. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I do yeah. like what you said um, to avoid burnout or just like even those little posts and stuff. Do it because it's fruitful for you. Do it because mm-hmm. it's feeding you. And if it doesn't feed you in that moment... Find something that's spiritually nurturing. Yeah. Like you still have to, what is the analogy? Like to put the face mask, the, yeah. the oxygen mask over you um, first before you can help someone else. Yeah, on that plane. Mm-hmm. I think I'd make a good, I think we'd make a good flight attendants. I think so. I think definitely could, not pilots. I think you'll pull off the little the little yeah. vest. Yeah. Uh, the I jacket. think we'd be good flight attendants. Definitely not pilots because we'd probably hit something. <clears throat> or probably we'd get up in the air, but we wouldn't know how to land. Um, that would be an issue. But, um, but yeah, th- that's one of those things. And it boils down to that premise of be blessed, be third. Mm-hmm. Um, I always said that you have to, when people look at you, your hope is that they see Christ in you, not you. I mean, they know that they see you, but they'll always say, man, it's like, thank you, because you might be the only Jesus that they see. Yeah, I always say... um and you don't Ultimate. want to give them the Jesus that's like you, that's like, oh, woe is me. Right. I don't think Jesus ever went says, woe is me. Yeah. You know, it's like, Jesus said, yeah, stick me on the cross. <laughs> I'm dying for you. Yeah, I always say you want to build followers of Christ, not followers of yourself. Right. That's why when you have like the cool minister that's like trying to do all the cool trends and consistently and staying up on the cool trends, like, look at me, look at me. I mean, you, you can start building a follower of yourself rather yeah. than a follower. I, I never had that problem as a, as a youth minister because I could never be cool. I mean, I'm old. Uh, it's like, 
So you know what I surrounded myself with? Dad joke people. Cool young ministers. So relate to them. But other habits, other habits, I think um, uh, I, I am a huge procrastinator. And it's become a bad, bad habit because I still do. I procrastinate. Um, uh, another bad habit is my eating habit. And for some of you guys who've known me in the past, when I started ministry, I was a marathon runner. Um, you were? I was. Look at my marathon. That's not a joke? Yeah. Oh. No, look. Pick that up. Right there. Right there. Pick all that up. These are some of my medals. Oh, wow. My Los Angeles Marathon, my San Diego Marathon, my Riverside, my Long Beach Marathons. Full marathons, not half. Right? He's breaking things in the studio. Um, but I used to do. I, I used to be my moment with, with God when you would run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're running 10 miles, 12 miles, 13 miles, and who's going to be there with you but God? And, um, you know, I got into the bad habit of eating uh, ministry pizza and uh, chicken nuggets. And, you know, when you get to this age, your metabolism really slows. And, yeah, it got really quick. And so, oh, fireworks, folks, not gunshots. Uh, We're in Fontana. Wait, so these habits happened during the pandemic or are you just talking in general right now? In in general, it was it was developing, but during the pandemic, because I was sitting a lot and mm-hmm. we weren't going out and mm-hmm. you couldn't go out, uh, I, I actually during the pandemic, I think I gained about twenty pounds. Yeah, twenty, twenty, twenty pounds. Yeah. So hopefully by the end of this year, um, I'll be able to lose that. I still have my um, bucket list of being able to run the the Chicago Marathon. But I need to get to about 165 marathon running weight to be able to do that. I'm not a fast marathoner. I'm like a a three-hour, 58-minute runner. Three hours and 58 minutes to do 26 miles. Tony doesn't even know if that's good or bad. It's okay. The only running I do is I think running my mouth. What? I think that's like a 10-minute a and 30-second mile each mile. Yeah. My fastest mile was um, six minute 18 downhill. Wow, that's close to mine too. Yeah. But that was when I was yeah. seventh grade. So yeah. does that count? Downhill being chased by the running coach. Yeah. Yeah. So aside from that, those habits, uh, yeah. Would you say the pandemic has helped you uh, be more on your feet? I, I was. I feel like it's made me less um, reliant on plans because you can't have plans. You can't have plans <laughs> because you're always waiting for the next directive or yeah. announcement or whatever. Here's one of those things. Here's one of the things I I, I need to share. I need to I need to confess. After leaving ministry, um, I really had a hard time letting go, and this year, I let go. I let go. Um, how, how do you mean? Well, well, I I didn't worry about um, how the ministry was going because I had trusted that it was going well. Um, uh, I didn't worry that you know how's it going because I knew that they were doing things. So you mean internally? Internally, mm-hmm. I I wasn't worried anymore, um, and I didn't ask any more questions. I used to ask questions like, "So how are they doing? How are they mm. doing? How are you doing? 
what do you need? Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't letting go. And I think uh, that was hindering um, the current leaders um, from, from really, really doing things. So I let go. Uh, not coming back. Um, so, but, but yeah, so those are, I mean, I did that. I was like, <laughs> flip your hair, Arnell. Yeah, flip my hair. My, my, my eyebrow. Yeah. What was that? I was, I was teasing my daughter and it's like, you know, it's like my, my, my brows are fleek. On fleek. Yeah. That's not- Sorry. I don't think that that's a thing anymore. Yeah, it's it's not funny. It's bussin', so. is what the kids tell me now. What is it? Bussin'. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so no so those are some no of them. No, no cap. Um, so did we do first impressions? <laughs> we did not do first impressions. What were your first what was what your, your first impression of no, me? What was your what first impression You first. <laughs> <clears throat> Ladies first, huh? Um, oh. uh, my first impression of you, um, this would be fun if I just make f- fun of him, but I'm actually going to be sincere. Sorry. Aww. Yeah, I know. No, I... <laughs> no, he gave a talk for the Valentine's night. It was about, I would gather, it was love or something. You know, something something those young adult ministers would actually, assign. Actually, I have that talk right here. Actually, I don't. I throw away all my talks. <sighs> That would have been gold. I could have gave it to me. It could have been the yeah. next Catholic dot dad. You are going to be the next Catholic dot dad one day. That's By the what? way, did I tell you? What? I think I told you earlier in the other what? earlier my Catholic what? dad joke. The one yeah. that if you're not a dad and you're telling Catholic dad jokes, yeah, I have issues with that because that would be called a faux pas. So yeah, um, at the time I thought he was um, funny. He actually said a lot of funny jokes in his I talk. Did. And what was really, this is the thing. Catholics are not good at laughing. They're just not. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we're taught to be very serious at mass. I don't know what it is. We're good at Catholic guilt. um, But we are not good at laughing. And I thought his jokes was actually genuinely funny. Um, I don't know what he said, but I do think it was hilarious and no one was laughing. And then he was very insightful in the areas where he needed to be insightful, um, serious in the p- portion of the talk needed to be serious. Um, and you can tell, and he was explaining a little bit of what he did in ministry, and you could tell that he's he was able to give talks from different age groups. And as someone that's kind of trying to do that, it's a... I think it's a special talent to be able to talk to young people, to young adults, to to adults. That was my first time. You, I don't know if that was a joke or not, but you couldn't tell if it was a joke. Um, because he just had that natural gift of just like connecting people, like almost like th- this connected me. Um, so that was my first impression of you. Um, and that I was like, oh... The, also, the side note is like, I need to get this guy to guest speak for my ministry because, you know, self. self. I'm going to give him more some more to drink so that, you know, it loosens the tongue and says more nice things about me. He just doesn't want to ha- save this bottle. <laughs> uh, what was your impression of me? This ought to be good. Well, you know, I thought someone brought their kid to the, <laughs> the meeting. This was before my beard. Yeah. Uh, I, I literally was like, oh, there's, I thought this was young adults. Did and, you actually even notice I was there? Yeah, because you were like a little kid. 
Um, genuinely. Genuinely. I thought you were a little kid. Um, <laughs> I thought you were like, uh, you know, one of the high schoolers uh, that was there. And um, maybe he's 17. And you know, Wait, so when, you, when I followed you, you thought I was like the teen? No, I didn't know that that was you. Oh, so you until made you the told me, later? yeah, it's like, and I was intimidated. <laughs> I was intimidated um, that you asked because every time that I'm asked to to give talks, I am so intimidated um, because you know it's like something about being a volunteer youth minister. You're always intimidated by paid ministers. Because they're like, oh, but they're paid. I mean, like, they know their stuff. And it's really? Like, yeah. It's like, talk really? to any uh, volunteer youth ministers. I'm like, we're doing this on the side. Um, we got real jobs. Oh, you're, <laughs> you mean like, so you you have to make sure you go by the book and all that kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah. Like, okay, oh, then yeah. yeah, I relate that. Because yeah. I was a and volunteer for like eight years. Yeah, it, it was it's it was really hard for me. And so when every time that, um, that um, Edgardo uh, asked me, hey, can you give a talk? And I'm like, ah, can't you find anyone else? <laughs> so I always felt that. I was like, oh, he couldn't find anyone else. I was like, fine, because if I say no, then who's he going to ask? Because you're the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> it's like none of the other paid youth ministers. And then, and then he said, and then when he tells you, it's like, hey, can you pick up your check? I'm like, check? I mean, it's like, I have to pay? To well, give you talks, said, you did that to me too. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, no, it's okay. It's like, no, no, we have to pay. I'm like, no, it's okay. Um, and I never do. I never like receiving payment because it's it's just so much more fun for me to share the faith um, than to receive payment because I know that that working in ministry it's hard. So use that money for something because I'm going to donate it back to you anyways. Um, so just make sure that you. You use it, you know, don't put it back in your budget, but you use it for somebody else. Because we were so blessed by people like uh, Zulema. Um, I remember she would donate. We would go to Steubenville every year, and she would donate like $200. I'm like, I thought she was independently wealthy. I was like, what the heck? And then she she would deliver it. It would be like an envelope full of 20s and 10s. And I'm like, okay, so you collected this. I'm like, I'm so appreciative. And make sure that the, the 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 teens who got that benefit always said thank you. Mm. But yeah, first impression. Um, at that talk, I thought you were a kid, and then when you contacted me, um, and, and I was I, like the coordinator. And I was, she was like, like, he's the coordinator. He wants to give me a. He wants to ask me to give a talk. I'm like, what do I say? It's like, and and here's the hard thing for for you guys who who minister to your own parish. And you're giving a talk to a completely different group of people. Um, it's intimidating. And what I always like to do is mm-hmm. I always like to ask the youth ministers, so what are the demographics mm-hmm. of your community? I was like, what are they? You know, what are the demographics? Um, how are they uh, economically? Because it does differ on how you approach them. And I always say, you know, I, I'm always amazed at speakers who can who can just come to a retreat and just give their talk and go. 
I can't do that. I'm like, I have to be there and like watch every single one and like how their reaction is. Mm-hmm. And that's how I usually gauge my talk. It's it's never a written talk. It's like, okay, well, Johnny over there said this. So I'm going to feed off of that. So does your talk kind of change? Because obviously you it have does. at least uh, you have have a, a, a general way of where you're going to go. I post it. Because I've gotten times where I've given a talk and I like mentioned like a word like yeah. a term, and they're just like blank faces. And they're like, okay, well, I guess we're taking five minutes and explaining this yeah. first, you know, and it just goes a whole other way based off of the reactions. Because I just gave a talk at Sacred Heart, and we that was the first talk back in person and mm-hmm. with the mask. And they're like, I can't get any reactions from them because I can't see their face. It was very that's when the Catholic dad joke comes in. They they did not. The Catholics are not good at laughing. They're not good at laughing. Well, my jokes are just not funny. One of yeah. those. I think my my very first talk. But uh, aside from that, I found you intimidating. You said this before vaguely, I but I don't know what that means. Well, because people tell me this, and I don't I, know. What I, that means. I did because you came off really, really professional, um, with like high expectations, and I'm like, oh crap, like he wants a serious talk. He doesn't want a Catholic dot dad talk that just goes off script. I mean, he he sent me a script. I sent you notes. He sent me a script. I sent you notes. I a sent script. you script. I'm I like, sent you oh my goodness, he's gonna have like those times. He's gonna have like those banners. Like he got five minutes, four minutes, uh, yeah, three I, minutes, I two minutes. He told me. <laughs> he told me we have to make sure we're on time because. We have to be out of this facility oh. <laughs> at this time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know me. Anyone who knows me, you give me 10 minutes, I'll take 30. And I'm like, now I, I'm like, if you've ever heard a podcast, I think Sister Josephine's podcast, you heard where I just ended up like, okay, we're done. And you said, did you just end that abruptly? Yeah, like, you do not do that. It's like, yes, I did, because I wanted to honor Sister Josephine's time. Mm-hmm. I could have talked to that woman forever. Yeah, forever. I was like, I was just so infatuated with her. You know what's weird? Actually, I I think I'm in love with Sister Josephine. You know what's weird is, um, (laughs) more multiple people have told me that I am intimidating. You are intimidating. I am intimidated by myself, considering I'm so awkward. Yeah, I I think I think you you project um, a level of of professionalism um, that that. does it it's match almost, my face? Well, no, it, it does because you you want to make sure things are done well because you're doing it. For, you know, someone's looking over you. Whereas, as as a as me who's older, um, even when someone's looking over me, I'm like, oh well, I got God over you, so I got that. I do. I do think it is an age thing. Yeah. You're right. I think so, because I'm younger, so I feel like yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a, at work. It's like someone says, you know, you can get written up for that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're not worried about that. It's like, why? Um, but but I think it is an age thing. I think it's it's something. It's a that um, you know it is what it is, and things will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just I just love serving. I think that's I just love serving, and and I love um, messing with people. Um, I think, um, that's just the way I am, but, but that was my first impression and I was completely, um, wondering how do I say no after I said yes. Were you really? And then, you know what happened? God answered. 
<laughs> what happened? COVID-19. COVID-19 hit. Coronavirus. Guess where his church is at? Next to Corona. It's Corona. They call it Eastville. It's, it's Corona. Next to Corona. Corona. But this is the... This is the Narco. This Rona. is the real... This is the real question. 19. That was your first impression. <laughs> what do you think of me now? Oh, man. Here's the thing I, I tell... Um, about Tony. I, I do talk a lot about Tony um, to a lot of people. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed that you got Bethany to say yes. Pum pump After your big faux pas. Shall we talk about that? We won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> I love roasting Tony. And anyone who can take my roasting, you know, I know is a good person. Because... Um, <laughs> Um, because they stay, yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I think you have a really good head on your shoulders. Um, I have to say that you are probably one of those people that, at your age, I really do admire you. I, I, I admire your ability to serve, to be diligent. And one of the words that I use a lot at work is resilient. You have that resilience about you that no matter what and how difficult it is, no matter how defeated you are, and I know when you're defeated, you don't answer your DMs, um, you still come back the next day with an even crazier, cringy post. And it's like, you know what? That's him. And, and, and I would say it's like, he doesn't need to be somebody else aside from himself because that's what people see you. Um, because there's so many youth ministers out there who are trying to be that Catholic youth minister, that image of a Catholic youth minister. You know, it's like when with me, I was like, I was trying to be like Mark Hart. Like, I'd never be like Mark Hart. And people are like, who's Mark Hart? Yeah, he's gotten <laughs> old. Um, I love Mark but, Hart. But, you know, it's kind of like there's a Tony and that is his style. And you either like it or you don't like it. But here's the thing with Tony. If you didn't like Tony, definitely grows on you. Like a bunion. Maybe that's not a good example. I thought it was on point. Yeah. A bunion. Because mm -hmm. it's always there. You can't see it. But yeah. you feel it. Yeah. It's a pain in your foot. Just kidding, Tony. But I do. I, I really admire you because, one... You're taller than I thought. Thank you, folks. Uh, you have a gorgeous girlfriend. So, <laughs> guys, if you haven't seen his significant other, <laughs> don't see her. You'd She's be jealous lying. too. Jealous. Jealous. And you'd say to yourself, How did a guy like Tony get a girl like that? I ask myself that every day. I ask myself that every day. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. It was like the, the, the Catholic thought dad and mini tangled um, when, comedy hour. When you were giving me advice about it, you're just like, he's not going to get a yes. Yeah. No, I was, I think when I was giving you advice, I was yelling at you. So, you did what? Why would you? Ask? Why would you? What? You go back over there and open that door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All the boys I've ever walked with knows that. Catholic thought dad says, be a gentleman. Even when the girl says no. They mean yes. Open the door for them. That's our that's our alarm. Yeah. 
So, um, what else? First impressions? Last impressions? Last impressions. Lasting impressions? Uh, he says off-the-wall things. <laughs> and I, every second, I'm just like, what's... Like, I literally... Bethany's seen it. His name comes up on my phone, and my immediate reaction is, uh-oh. And I'm not kidding. That's not a joke. That's just my genuine reaction. His ideas come up. He, he's tagged me on pictures of nuns. He's tagged me. Um, what was one of the first the first podcasts? I I sent him a picture of a headshot of me because again, being professional and intimidating. Apparently, that's what I sent him, and he picks the the most ridiculous photo of me and pastes that on the podcast episode picture. Upside down. You're upside down. Yeah, yeah. A hoarding faith. Hoarding faith. TP. I love that. Yeah, TP. TP. Total providence. That's right. It's not Tony Pimentel. It's total providence. Yeah, I, I love this um, this relationship that, that developed through COVID. Um, I think we have to give credit to where credit is due, not to COVID, but, but with Edgardo um, from the diocese. Because if it wasn't for him who said, can you give a talk at the high desert? Actually, I think he he said, I, I did not realize where the high desert was, by the way. Um, I did not no know one I had does. to drive over the pass. Um, and I'm driving at the night, and this guy is blind. Um, <laughs> but if it wasn't for Edgardo, I don't think I would have met you. Shout um, out to him. Shout out to Edgardo. Uh, so he's doing great things in the diocese. And we're doing, we're going to be teaching together. Yeah. They put a, they, he put us together. Right. So shout out to him again. But I thought we were going to be teaching like, yeah, together. I I th- baby steps. You, yeah, I think that would have been great if like, wouldn't you like, make it happen. like seen like you and me just going off each other teaching this? What course is that? Oh, the Hulk. Look at oh. that. Right there. Right there. Oops. Renewing the vision. Renewing the vision. That's what we're going to be teaching for. What? What is? What is it? What's the uh, course? I have no idea. Basic something specialization. I'm just kidding. Basic youth specialization Basic course. Youth if you haven't registered, um, register. I think we're giving a talk on it somewhere. But yeah. it would be cool if we just it, did this. It would be really because cool. it's on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I think we should. <laughs> we just play this episode. We yeah. just play a podcast. We we'll just teach. do a, bounce things off each other. I think Edgardo is like going to be okay with it. Plus, if he doesn't know, then he wouldn't. We don't tell him. He wouldn't be able to say no. He's kidding. He's kidding. Sometimes I'm kidding. But yeah, um, I've used Tony to bounce off ideas. There's a couple of people that I, I bounce off ideas to. And uh, the one thing that about Tony is that he never says no. He just doesn't respond. That's not true. The, the great thing, though, is, is Tony will say, okay, what do we need to do? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. And then he we do it. He doesn't have an answer to this sometimes. So that's why we call him Producer Tony, because he'll produce every single time. Uh, and, and thank you for putting that on YouTube. I don't know what to say about that. You are very welcome. I have no idea how to do that. I still don't know how to do that. Oh, final lasting impression. This guy does so much for the diocese for one another. Like, he lives, he practices what he preaches, and that's why I wanted to be a part of the podcast. Because because I love this mission, 
It's the same reason why I wanted to zoom, do Zoom Around the World with Mary, is because I truly firmly believe that the church should be viewed as universal, and I think both projects does, does that. We're connecting people through even difficult topics and saying, hey, we can find middle ground, we can hear each other out. We are still brothers and sisters in Christ that should love one another. Zoom mm. around the world, all over the around the world, we are still connected. Even though we're far apart, even though that we're distant, social distance right now, we're still connected. And I think that's what, I think if I'm being really, if I'm going to eat some cheese right now and be very cheesy, I think that's why God has connected us, connected. Um, because I've always wanted to see that, projects like that. When I was younger as a teen and I didn't see that, um, I found out that the you know, Catholic, universal, this concept, I never heard of that before. And I was like, well, how do I don't want to see that. Why do I just see, you know, Saint so-and-so and Holy so-and-so there and mm -hmm. Our Lady of so-and-so and the San Bernardino Diocese and this diocese and why is there such division? What's a way for us to get connected? And I think you do that, a great job of that in our diocese. I think the you know thank you for that, but I think the reason for the reason why we 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 came up with that is because we have the freedom to do that because of the podcast. It's not owned by the diocese, and it's um, also although we try to point everything towards the diocese and the missions of the diocese, um, we have the ability to be free to tackle anything. And when the diocese wants to do things, we we try to do that and that's the same thing with zoom around the world and disconnected um i actually don't plan anything so it's always um seeds that um and and allowing people to interpret the mission of what we're doing and take it to where they want to take it hmm. and then own it well, I, I love this this little image the painting that one of the youth one of the young adults did and it's just basically that one little guy there planting a seed and then mm -hmm. allowing everyone to grow. And that's mm -hmm. the reason why I bought that really expensive shovel. Um, it was an art piece from Big Bear. Um, if anyone sees that, it's Tony looking at it. But it's a shovel, and it's it's a tree. And it's it's just, you know, what, what I saw in that is that you're basically a person that just shovels things um, from one place to the next. But that shovel allows trees to grow and bear fruit and it's the image that's on there you know, that's that's just how i saw it you know you're just trying to be a root for something and wherever the whatever grows from that hopefully it grows towards heaven because um and the fruit that that um that those trees bear um it's not for you it's for other people um, you do, you've done your job, you've accomplished your task, and your job is not to seek the rewards or the fruits of your labor. The, the, it's the labor that is worthwhile, not the fruit. A fruit will come. It's the labor and the love of that labor and the work in that. That is what um, a priest from... The, the low desert said uh, from St. Louis in, in the low desert. He said, that's what's called la fe cansa. Faith makes you weak. Yeah. Uh, tired. Faith makes you tired. And that's true. 
If your faith is not exhausting you, mm-hmm. then you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. But it's a good exhaustion. It's kind of like when you, after a retreat or after working out or after digging up your backyard, you're like, I am exhausted. That feels good. Mm-hmm. That feels good. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sleep well tonight. So that's the whole mission is just La Fe Cansa. It's uh, planting seeds, um, praying that um, it bears fruit in others. You know, you're not the tree. You're just that seed that hopefully flourishes and grows. That's all it is. And um, any parting words, Tony? No, that just made me cry. Cheers. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, double ring. So, cheers. Ting. Ting. So, folks, thanks for staying with us in this podcast and our very first comeback in-person podcast. I think I like this. I like this a lot more better. I yeah. like this a lot better. And I think, you know what, doing this, I think we can even do this a lot more, just us instead of having even guests, because it is it is a little, sometimes a little bit time-consuming to find guests mm. um, and just talking about topics. Sure. Um, but I, I've had fun. I, hopefully, you guys had fun. If you didn't have fun, you know, you can always watch mm. Man of Food for Thought. You can blame uh, Tony. Blame Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, please follow Tony at Mini Tangled um, on his uh, YouTube channel, uh, Soar Youth Ministry. Follow us on This Connected Podcast on any of your favorite podcast platform we're also on youtube i don't know where i think it's called this connected um, podcast yeah share us with your friends always give us a review on on any of those podcast platforms it helps with the algorithms for help people find us and you know what one of the greatest greatest um things that you can do for us um if you like us share us with your friends um, you know, post it somewhere. Um, just share it. You know, if it resonated with you, it's going to resonate with somebody else. So that's all. Hopefully you meet our mission, um, which is just to connect people. Email us at catholic.dat50. Again, we need you as a patron. $1 per month can go a long way. So help support the mission to bring young people closer to God And remember, as always, live a life of holiness. We'll be praying for you. Please pray for us. And most importantly, be blessed and be third. Be third. Bye, folks. Is there like a salute? Or should we do like a... Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise Different generations of the girls and boys So sit back and relax, this Catholic podcast Don't overreact if the thoughts are abstract When it's hosted by Catholic Doc Dad Who knows what's gonna happen Hey, what's up fam? Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise and see if this connected. What's up, fam? To connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. Spec runaway thoughts like a runaway train break into conversation like links of a chain. Make a Hail Mary pass, hope disconnects. Have a question for a guest, put it to rest. Live a life of holiness, lead by example. 
follow at catholic.dead and be tangled. <laughs> Christ leads our way, he's the good shepherd. Pray for one another, be blessed, and be there. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown out the noise. And see if disconnected. Hey Tony, as a last parting thing, mm-hmm. this is this was podcast room was like my mom's room, mm-hmm. but we had a squatter living in our house uh, a couple of days ago, and she wouldn't move out, uh, and she was a yoga instructor, and the thing was, every time I asked her to leave, she would just say Namaste. <laughs> Bye, folks. Different points of views. All right. So we're going to stop the record. So sit back and relax. This cat, the podcast, no need to. We're going to keep that one. Ta da. (laughs) This connected podcast is brought to you by The Cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city. Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years, She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021, T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.